Welcome to Real Herbalism Radio. Real herbs, real life, real easy. Now, a word from our sponsor. This show is brought to you by Practical Herbalist Press, herbal books for today's practical herbalist. Find their books on Amazon.com today. Hello, it's Patrick from Real Herbalism Radio. This week's show is a re-airing of show 29, How to Add Chili Pepper to Your Life. The whole team took a little extra R&R from Labor Day weekend. We hope you enjoy the show. Listen for a Chili Pepper Herb Lab next week. Till then, join us on Facebook. Share your shots on Instagram at the practical or at hashtag the practical herbalist. Now, on with the show. If you're throwing an herbal party, there's one spicy guest you'll surely want to include: chili peppers. They bring a zesty fire even non-herbalists will love. Today, we're talking about ways to add a little chili pepper to your life. Now, here are your hosts, Candace Hunter and Sue Sierra Lupe. I'm Candace Hunter. And I'm Sue Sierra Lupe. And, and welcome, welcome to Real Herbalism Radio. Sue, I'm so excited today because we get to talk about one of my favorite little herbs. Yes, you yes. Know. I know. It's one <laughs> you of your know. favorite little herbs. <laughs> Would this be a hot topic? It's a hot topic. Oh, I, I, I was waiting to deliver that one. Oh, you, you thought so about it all morning, that. didn't you? All morning. <laughs> all I was like, I'm going to get my pun out early and, and often. More. You're so funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, cayenne is a favorite. Cayenne. so many names. I know, right? Obviously, it's a favorite because it has many names so it's a friend well cayenne is one specific one but there's Mm -hmm. so many chili peppers oh yeah and the thing that's neat about them is that if you taste the spiciness to them and you're looking for the medicine that chili pepper is often used for Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter what the name of the chili pepper even the shape of the chili pepper is if you can taste the spicy you're getting the medicine you want right so habaneros work just as well as jalapenos Mm -hmm. or Ghost peppers. Ghost, Ghost peppers. peppers. Oh, God. <laughs> have you eaten those? I have not, but my son reported that he recently tried some ghost pepper sausage. Yeah. He didn't feel it was spicy at all. Until. His traveling compartner... Come, traveling companion had steam coming out his ear. Uh-huh. It was so spicy. And there's my son. Oh, I didn't even notice. I'll take three more bites. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah no problem. <laughs> my son, Aaron, had uh, tried some at school, at high school. And apparently mm-hmm. it is... It is against the rules at that high school to bring ghost pepper to the high school. I guess really? there was some issue. Probably and he tried to be like, yeah, it was pretty hot, but I was fine. Like, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. I would have loved to have a video of that Which, one. Yeah, see the steam. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's a cross. That's a hybrid, right? Do you know what it's a hybrid of? I mean, I'm, it's- I'm not sure. There are so many that are out there. There's a couple of specific species of of cayenne or or you know whatever but there's so many varieties every year there's new ones coming out and even yeah. the books i've been reading so i'm not even going to list part of them because within a month someone else will have developed it it's yeah. pretty easy to to yeah, change there's a it. lot of hybrids yeah i think the ghost peppers are in the same family as the habaneros mm-hmm. most of the really spicy ones that we hear about are in that same family yeah. it's a small family compared to cayenne's family right. yeah but they're hot the, the smaller the pepper the hotter the pepper. <laughs> yeah, <I think> that, <laughs> directly proportionate to i think the for the most part it's yeah. like there's the genus and then for species there's only a couple of species but it's the varieties within yes. those species that's what yeah. we're really seeing yeah and in the cayenne family it is this it seems like most for the most part the smaller they are the hotter they are mm-hmm. 
but in the Scotch Bonnet or the Habanero family, its size doesn't really size doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah so good. Exactly. Because oh. the big, huge ones, the bell peppers, the annuals, those are the same exact same species as the really as super the, hotties. Yeah, the the bell peppers in the same family as the cayenne family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, it's a wide range there. It is, which is why you don't want to grow those peppers next to your cayennes and hope for hot cayennes. Yeah, they, they can pollinate across. Yeah, right. they cross pollinate. You get with bell peppers that have sort of this muddy heat to them. They don't taste very good. Right, mm-hmm. and then your cayennes will be super mild. Yes, lame. That won't be what you're looking for. I like that. I like my cayenne with a little punch. Yeah, you sure do. You sure do. Well, we usually grow our cayennes in their own pots. Kind of like, you know, our parrot loves them. Now, Mm -hmm. I mean, she didn't eat them at all last year, but this year she, we give her the red pepper and she's... She's all over that. Mm -hmm. And she's been introduced to the habaneros. She's very thrilled with those. Well, uh, parrots and all all birds, they don't have the sensors to detect heat. They have, they have... A tiny number of those, so they can get a little bit, but they really don't detect most yeah, it's of the nothing heat. Nothing to them. Yeah. And that's exactly. why people throw uh, cayenne pepper seeds in with their bird seed if the squirrels are feeding off of it. Yeah, because the squirrels, the squirrels will oh, they notice it for <laughs> sure. <laughs> that's yeah. a cruel trick, but it works. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it works. But for fun stuff for cayenne, there's a bunch of recipes. It's really easy to. Oh, I love how easy it is to incorporate this medicine into my life. Yeah. I mean, you know, my favorite, my personal favorite easy everyday recipe is I stick a hot pepper, dried chili pepper in my herbal tea every morning. And why is that, might I ask? Because you just like hot stuff, yeah. I like it spicy. And I I hate to admit, I'm an herbalist, right? So Mm -hmm. I should love herbal teas, but I really don't. Mm. I prefer... China teas, China mm-hmm. blacks, Botanics. and yeah, oolongs, and you know sure. all the Camilla family. Right, that that's the family I like. So I drink my herbal teas because they're good for me, mm-hmm. and I know they do good things for me. And I'm really glad that I've got them. But mm-hmm. their flavors are really, really dull. Right for me, and cayenne definitely is not dull. Cayenne is not dull. It yes. really perks it up. And if for the cold months, it's nice because it also helps drive away colds and flus. True. Yeah. So and just a little bit is, is all you need. Right. Although, but there's a side effect of this is she gets so used to that yeah. that when she starts cooking for us or cooking, her <laughs> mouth is different than ours. And she's yeah. like, well, that's not that hot. And, yeah. and, and Finn and I are, are steam out of our ears. Right. You know? yeah. yeah. By December, I'll be up to two or three peppers right. per uh-huh. cup of tea every day. Yeah. yeah. I don't let her make the chili nothing. at that point. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Julia Child called uh, cayenne the, the palate deadener. And, you know, she's right. It does cause numbness, but she didn't really like cooking with it because she felt like it drowned out the other flavors. Now there are yeah, many cooks that will absolutely disagree with that. Well, I can see with that. I mean, because it does such an effect on your tongue that it would definitely you know, drown out the yeah. other flavors. But uh, some cooks use it for, you know, adding just a little bit of heat and a little bit of spice to balance the rest of their food. Mm-hmm. And other ones just seem to do it for heat. I mean, I've done, yeah. I've eaten from both places and it's. You know, I don't like the heat just for heat sake. Right. Well, right. you guys tried that. I made some pierogi with the uh, plums. Yeah. And I used the I used a goat cheese for the filling. Mm-hmm. And I added a little bit of elderberry syrup to it to give it some sweetness. Mm-hmm. And then I put in an equal amount of ground cinnamon and ground cayenne. Mm-hmm. And the cayenne didn't drown it out at all. No, no. The cinnamon it, was the dominant flavor, really. Definitely. You feel it at the back of your throat yeah. for sure. Yeah. But I mean, cayenne does have eugenol in it, which is also in clove and mm-hmm. clove 
Clove numbs the mouth. It's used in dentistry, which we've talked about on earlier podcasts. It's the same thing. It does cause numbness. So it it really is. It's a delicate balance. It is. You got to put just the right amount and know your audience. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. In the the one with the pierogi, the goat cheese has so much fat to it. Right. That helps buffer your tongue so that the heat isn't as absorbed as much. Yeah. And the fat is also what uh, keeps it from spreading all over the place. So you really do just feel it at the back of your throat. Yeah. Well, the, the the annual latte that I make for you, the yes, weekly which, latte. <laughs> now the brevet. I make for you. I've, I've it is a brevet today. But Breves. there's actually, that's a great place where I added cayenne. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like you said, know your cayenne, know long how, how long you've had it too, because if you have fresh cayenne, it's going to be hotter than if you've had it around for a while. Correct. And so in there, it's like a half a pinch, just mm-hmm. littlest of amount. And that's how you incorporate it. It adds a little bit of heat, but it doesn't overpower the vanilla or the coffee. Or, right. And you don't feel hot. You don't feel like, oh, geez, yeah. I need to. But it invigorates your mouth a bit and it yeah. kind of rounds it out a little bit, too. I think that a lot of the sweet drinks, I don't like going to some coffee stands because their coffee is just sweet. Oh, That's yeah. It. yeah. I feel like oh, I'm just flat. drinking a milkshake. There's no bitter. It's yeah. flat. And with yeah. some of uh, the, like I've ordered a Mexican mocha at some of these places and it's just syrup. sugar, syrup, some cinnamon. There's yeah, no, it's flat. nothing that, from what I remember, a Mexican mocha being, but right. that sweet plus spicy makes it really nice plus bitter then you really yeah. you know your mouth is it's got things to do yeah the, the, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. the, the coffee palate has become their dessert drinks yes and yeah. they're just that's not what i want and, right uh, when i go to a coffee place i i know that's what i'm gonna get so uh-huh. i'm not expecting it but if you want something that's more balanced try to make it at home yeah but you know the like I say the cayenne is just such an easy thing to add especially mexican mochas i mean there's nothing that makes that you know, cinnamon, chocolatey, you know, that little bit of heat to it. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy that. A sweet heat. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they're so delicious. Mm-hmm. They can yeah. be added to uh, teas too. It's kind of, you, you know. You could probably add it to one of the nicer, you know, like a green tea or something like that. Sure. I mean, or I wouldn't, but a nice <laughs> sure throat tea. It would be. Yeah, that's, the throat. that's what I, with the herbal tea is. A lot of the herbs have a tendency to have many of the same flavor profile like they're working in the same scale as it were mm-hmm. and they're you know maybe different flavors between your nettles and your oats and all that but it's all kind of the same i don't know how to describe it but the same wavelength mm-hmm. and chili pepper gives you a pow on one side which right that's why i add it right but i it's also yeah it's nice for driving away colds and flus definitely and there's a, really well. a standard a drink that people have when when they have a cold, a lemon and honey, yeah. you know, for a tea, and mm-hmm. adding a slice of a thin slice of ginger root. That's a really good one. Really yeah. good, and then um, either a, a fourth of a teaspoon of just the cayenne and put mm-hmm. that in there, right. or put a pepper itself in and let that right. sit and then take it out. And I think you, right. you've done that before. Yeah. So that one, yeah. oh, it's so good for the throat. And yes. Not only that, for, like, for me, it's it starts um, draining. Yes. My yes. sinuses will yeah. start to run because of it. Yeah. And that's the number one way that I, my candidate says, how, how come you're only sick for two days? I do everything to get my sinuses to run. Yeah. And, yeah. and purging that, you know, and that the chili pepper make it easy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's in the fire ciders, traditional fire ciders and the master cleanses because it's yeah. just so good for circulation and your body on. reacts, you know. But yeah. It really... Yeah. 
It really says hello. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. There's no denying the herbal actions of chili pepper. Yes. No denying. <laughs> and, and things like cocktails. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. There's... You've got an awesome blend, don't you? Well, I, I have one that I've been throwing into a couple of other different formulas. Formulas. <laughs> See how I'm talking? <laughs> Recipes. Uh, yeah. And it's just you take like a 32 ounces of tequila and then you add two ch- uh, chili peppers, cayenne peppers. And then half of a uh, fresh lime, and then you slice up the fresh lime with the peel on it and the seeds in there, everything, nice. and put that in the tequila. And then after it's been sitting there no more than two days, right. then you strain it out. Because if you sit there for more than two days, the bitterness of that pepper is going to come, come out. out. Yeah. Now, yeah. are you using dried cayennes or? I'm using dried cayennes because that's, I have a that's, bunch of Yeah. If you don't cayennes. have, because a lot of us, when we go to the, to the stores, like the regular groceries, you don't always find whole cayenne peppers. That's true. Right. Serenos are really easy to find in the fresh section. Mm-hmm. Serenos and jalapenos. Would those two, either oh, of those sure. work? Yeah. And so. in that case, then I would chop them. Yeah. That makes sense. At least in those little circular discs. But with dried, you know, it's already so thin already. Yeah, yeah. So throw that in there. And uh, I don't mind the seeds. The seeds, they're very potent. There's a lot of... Yeah, the pith in the seed, is it? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, with with, um, jalapeno, though... It can be very. So I would say very, Sereno because yeah. it's more of a consistent mm-hmm. heat if you don't have the cayenne. Yeah, right. Yeah, I like Serenos for the consistency, but not everybody has great markets like we do. I mean, we have a lot of people who've moved here from Mexico. Yeah, that's true. So mm-hmm. our, you know, our grocery stores have a lot of good variety. Good variety. I mean, yeah, I can get true. habaneros at the grocery easily. Oh, yeah. Well, and then our mercados have some really cool chilies too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I just tried the little chili. I don't know how to pronounce it. Picante. Pique. P-I-Q-U-E. Pique. Pique, I think. Piques. Oh, those are so great. Those They're are my delicious. favorite, new favorite for my herbal teas because mm-hmm. they had them at the Mercado and a little dried. I'm like, all right. It's also really like great cute. in salsas, yeah. taco sauces. I mean, mm-hmm. all you need for a good taco sauce is, is the pepper that you like, some vinegar, a few spices in a blender. Yeah, you know? exactly. Uh, there right. you go. Right. You know, it's just, oh. so easy to put it together. Right. Yeah. I know it's a little more complicated than that, but that's, right. those are basic equipment. And oh, it's delicious. Yeah. Yeah. So delicious. What? No Ortega so seasoning packet? <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> There's another way to go? There, oh, yeah. yeah. My, my mom, when I was a kid, used to buy this chili seasoning packet. I can't remember. It was like Carol Shelby or something like that. Oh, and a little wow. hat. And right. Oh, Texas boots. Oh, my God. It was really good. It made good chili, though. I mean, uh-huh. right? So my job was to make the chili, and I'd use the seasoning packets, and... I would taste the mixes. Uh-huh. And when I went off to college, I was like, I can't, I couldn't find Carol Shelby's at the particular grocery store that was within walking distance mm-hmm. of my place. It was a tiny grocery, but I could find chili pepper, just ground chili pepper. So I started using that and I realized that Carol Shelby's mix was pretty much all chili pepper <laughs> with a tiny bit of, gar- of garlic in there. Right. And I was like, wow, that's You're super easy. for the package. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. 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 Well, I, I did not like chili at all. Oh, really? Until I had Candace's chili. Oh, and then you had no choice. <laughs> and I think the first chili she made was a Carol Shelby chili. And that, well, it was that style. And I, and I, and I didn't know. I was like, this is really great because 
Uh, to be honest, I mean, you went to school here in northern Minnesota. No. Chili was more of a <laughs> tomatoey stew. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. You were lucky. Tomato the sauce. chili peppers you know, they added were a couple of wet. bell peppers. Yeah. Well, yeah. maybe. Yeah. You know, and so when I had her chili, it was thick and uh-huh. spicy, and I could put it on a tortilla chip, and it was like, it was where have that. you been all deep my life? <laughs> yeah, it's got to be that deep, rich, dark red. Yeah. It was funny. So. A little side story. We made... Uh, it was a birthday thing for Finn or a, all the relatives came over and this was in the kind of late fall in Minnesota. So it was cool. Candace made three crock pots of chili, you know, mild, medium and hot. Well, that's what we thought anyway. All of my relatives were complaining the entire time because the mild was too hot. Oh, And my dad and mom were like, oh, nobody can eat this. No one, no one. And I said, hey, wait a second. We didn't have any leftovers. Uh Yeah, there were no Three crocs of chili and they were all gone. gone. So somebody ate them. Yeah. You know, so it was a a whole tolerance again. Yeah. I've never lived that down, though. Your dad still brings that (laughs) up. Oh, I know. Now it's time for a real Herbalism Radio sponsor break. The Practical Herbalist Press, that's in addition to our website and our podcast. That is right. Practical Herbalist Press is all about providing really good books and information by written by experienced herbalists. Us. Us, but others <laughs> eventually as yes, well. that's very true. And it's bite-sized information that we research the heck out of. We have medical information out there that we're really doing a lot of research on. We are. We have growing gardening with herbs. We got stuff for about pets, your yes. home, your family, ethnobotany. Ethnobotany. Mm-hmm. We also put it in terms of the traditional ways we've talked about historic, herbs, like yeah. historic, mm-hmm. whether they're warm and cooling, that right. sort of thing. Mythical and very practical stuff. The Practical Herbalist Press is dedicated to providing the best herbal related books on the market. Look for our titles on Amazon, search for the Practical Herbalist Press, or visit our website at practicalherbalistpress.com. Now, back to the show. You know, chili peppers have been around for a long time, and they're a new world plant, but it was one of the first ones that Columbus brought over. He was all excited about it. He was the one that that gave it that (laughs) terrible name. Of pepper because he thought it was like a peppercorn. Yeah, yeah. He was so botanically talk causing, intelligent. Talk about causing some serious confusion. <laughs> oh, Columbus! Not even the same family. Yeah, <laughs> he just was like, "Well, that's what I came to find." Because peppercorns were so expensive, and they yeah. added flavor to God knows what they were eating back then. And uh, he found these delicious peppers growing in the Caribbean mm-hmm. islands and. And they've been around ever since. And now, you know, Thai pepper, is it really from Thailand? You know? Yeah. <laughs> Every chili pepper is right. ultimately from South or Central America. That's what they like. That's Chinese really what it pepper. To it. It's but not yeah. from China. No. It wasn't at all. It's, yeah, it's a yeah. hybrid that's been now, I think, produced or that, that it was hybridized it there. Yeah. But, but at the it, time, it was, at the yeah. time, it was some like northern european botanist went oh this is a chinese pepper and yeah, that word so just huh. stuck it's stuck yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> oh but that's okay it's delicious no matter what mm-hmm. really i love having it in our lives yeah. yeah i love how easy it is to incorporate it into your food regularly and you don't yeah. even i mean you don't have to go for the super hot stuff like i like I right mean, right and honestly i've known people a friend of ours way back when who 
he put me to shame how hot he liked it. Oh, you know, right. So you don't you don't have to. Though. You can go for the lighter stuff like the poblanos and the Anaheims. Mm-hmm. They've got a little bit of bite, but it's not that bad. Yeah, and they're and just so beautiful too. Yeah, I mean they're gorgeous. The uh, ristras that you see hanging in the farmers' markets. Oh with yeah. The, they're pretty simple They're to so make. They're so easy really. to make. You just take a length of cord of like kitchen twine. I I just use quick kitchen twine or mm-hmm. hemp cord. Mm-hmm. And you get your chili peppers and just try to find ones that have the longer stems. Mm-hmm. You tie a knot around the first one, and then you go up maybe an inch and tie a knot around the next one, and, and you know space them off like an inch or half inch or so. And then when they're dried throughout the year, you can take your kitchen snips and cut off the bottom one or two that you need for your current meal. Yeah. Break off the stem that still has a tie on it. Since you used a cotton or a hemp, you can chuck that whole thing into the sure. compost Fish. and use the rest of the dried thing, the rest of the dried chili pepper for your meal. And yeah. You know, it's fun, fun project for kids. For little kids, yeah. for sure. And I know the... The more traditional ristras are a little more complicated than yeah. you're doing these bunches, but those are yeah. also like two to three foot yeah. long. I don't go through that many. <laughs> and I had uh, some of my own peppers I was growing and they, they had, the stems weren't long enough for right. that. So yeah. I just sewed yeah. a needle and thread and just yeah. spaced yeah, them out that, that way. And then that was simple. and That you know, works really well too. Yeah. yeah. Again, for kids that are safe with a needle and thread, that's an it's easy, easy thing for them too. That's yeah. kind of cool. And also my mom did this uh, for a while where she had a couple of little chili peppers, the very smaller ones, because she's an artist that didn't pass into me apparently. <laughs> and she would tie them with a little piece of the um, corn uh, husk mm-hmm. and yeah. th- they were little tiny Christmas ornaments. Oh, cute. I know. Super adorable. <laughs> Very pretty. <laughs> yeah. So it was a little bit of red against the green. Nice. And yeah. then it's a it's an ornament you can eat later. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You can throw that whole thing into tea actually because the corn silk and the corn husk have good sure. medicine too. Yeah. Yeah. Good for your, <laughs> yeah. your urinary tract too. Yeah. New tradition. Yeah. Christmas tea. Yes. With chilies yeah. from the tree. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, to help digest that heavy meal. Heavy you meal. Oh, yeah. No kidding. Yeah. yeah. Well, the nice thing about chili, too, is you can infuse so easily with it, whether it's a chili vinegar mm-hmm. or chili oil. Oh, yes. For your cooking. Mm-hmm. Uh, syrup. Salad syrup. Dressing. Having a sweet, uh, sweet syrup, especially for coffees or other drinks that you want to have. Um, spicy pancakes, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Infused wines. Infused mm-hmm. wines. Cool. So there's delicious. so many ways to add it in such a non-evasive way for you as a cook, if you want, or using that herb or using chili. It's so easy to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and it's really good for you. Yeah. The, the health benefits are, are amazing. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it is, a, it is a catalyst that it works on your body to, to allow you to absorb more of the other nutrition from your food. So yeah. you can always justify, like you, as if you need justification, uh, Candace. I don't need to justify <laughs> it, but I do need to justify it to everybody else as there's steam pouring out of their ears, and I'm trying to tell them, no, this is good for you. Yeah. But at barbecues, you know, it's in yeah. barbecue sauce, just throwing a little bit of butter and salt with some cayenne 
in there on your corn and the cobs yeah. or yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, so that. delicious. Yep, lime so and chili and that. Mm-hmm. It's also good on your rubs for barbecue. So whether it's beef or pork, even chicken, you put a little bit in there along with your paprika and other things, and it just adds that little bit of heat. Yeah. But not mm-hmm. overpowering. And yeah. for people that are, are still trying to experiment and they're trying to work their palate up, mixing it half in uh, cayenne powder with paprika That's a good is one. a yeah. nice kind of... A way to start off because you yeah. still have some of that flavor and the softness that'll kind of mitigate yeah. a little bit of that cayenne. That's a pretty yeah. simple, simple thing. So, uh, well, for more information, links, and resources we mentioned on this program, check out our show notes on realherbalismradio.com and make sure that you sign up for our free newsletter, which includes links to recipes, how tos, and our upcoming ebook on chili pepper as well. There's detailed information on the topics that we discussed on this podcast as we publish them on the practicalherbalist.com. Now you be sure to like us on Facebook, follow us on Pinterest, and join us in our conversations on Twitter. This show is brought to you by The Practical Herbalist, simple ways to make natural living a part of your daily life. Check out their website at thepracticalherbalist.com.